Hey friend, welcome to the Simplified Focus podcast. I'm your host, Lissa Figgins, founder of the Simplified Focus brand, where we inspire, equip, and empower women like you living in today's crazy world to leave behind the busy, hurry, and more, and lean into a life of rest, purpose, and enough. A life that is simplified. <sighs> Doesn't that feel better already? The solution to an overbusy, overfilled, and overcommitted life is not to try to keep up with all the things, but to slow down, to break free from the distractions, and simplify your focus around what matters most. Now, I know what you're thinking. What's a girl to do to simplify when she's got so much on her plate? I get it, and I got you. Go grab my free resource, the Simplified Focus Roadmap, with four steps to clarify your one thing in this season of life. You'll find it at lissafiggins.com forward slash one, or click the link in the show notes. We've all got the same 24 hours in the day and want to make them meaningful. So on this episode, I'll share tips and tools to help you choose to do less and live more and create a simplified focus too. Are you ready for it? Good. Let's get started. Hey friend, has it really been a week since already, since we were last together? We're one week closer to the holidays. So did you take time to work through the four steps to simplify your holidays and create your 12-week plan to get you through from episode 84? I'm doing it too, and would love to have you join us inside the Simplified Focus membership community, where we're using a proven system to map it out and hold each other accountable as we get into the weeks to come. I'll even gift you three days free as an early Christmas gift from me to you so you can come check it out. Go to lissafiggins.com forward slash join and come see what's happening on the inside. Now, I guess I'm assuming you're tuning in regularly to your favorite podcast shows like I do, or perhaps you're binging a bunch of Simplified Focus podcast episodes all at once, which I sometimes do too with a new one I find, or perhaps you've been away for a while and you're just coming back. No matter where you are or where you've been, I'm glad that you are here today because today I'm going to give you something I believe women too often need to come from someone else. Permission. Permission for what you ask. Permission to focus on me, meaning you. In fact, I'm working behind the scenes on a new website, simplifiedfocus.me. You see, .com was already taken, even though it's expired, so I had to choose something else. And when I looked at all the options, .me stood out because that's where our focus needs to start. But what I found with women, including myself, is that we think there's a reason we can't start with me, and we think we need permission. So let's start with what permission is, and then why we're talking about it here on the podcast. Permission. Noun. Consent authorization, blessing, clearance, allowance, empowerment, freedom. It's the go ahead, the thumbs up, the okay, the green light, the say so. So let me ask you, when was the last time you asked for permission? Chances are it's been a while, right? And most likely it was when you were a kid. But if you're a mom, a grandma or teacher, you might be the one giving permission to the kids in your life, right? Sometimes they need consent from you to move forward with something like permission to go on a field trip, 
But often it's not that they don't have the allowance. It's that they need the empowerment, something to move them to take action. It's not that they can't. It's that something inside is telling them they can't. Do you know what I mean? As adults, we don't often need to ask for permission anymore, but that doesn't mean that sometimes it still needs to be given because we feel like we need something or someone outside ourselves to give us the go ahead to not hold back. And often it's permission to move ahead despite the voice in our head that says we can't. Can you relate? So why are we talking about permission if we're all grown women here? Because when it comes to where we put our focus, We often shy away from putting the focus on ourselves and especially putting focus on ourselves before others. So today I want to talk to you heart to heart to say, focusing on me, meaning you is not selfish. It's self-serving in a good way. Let me explain what I mean. Over the past year, I found myself on 20 flights. Crazy, right? And 15 of those were international. So those count twice because I heard this in two different languages. What am I talking about? The safety video that tells you all the things to do and not do on an airplane, including in the case of an emergency, putting your own mask on first and then helping the person beside you. Thankfully of all those times I took off and landed, not once did I have to put that instruction into practice, but it was certainly drilled into my brain and is something we all need to remember wherever we are in the world. If you want to serve others well, take care of you first which seems counterintuitive when we're told to always put others first, right? Or have we not understood correctly? Because what happens when we always put others first and don't take care of ourselves? We don't have as much to give. You can't pour from an empty cup, my friend, physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, financially, any Lee. You can't give what you don't have. So think back to that woman in the video on the plane. If the cabin pressure suddenly does drop and she sees needs around her, but doesn't stop to put her mask on first, she won't be able to help many people. Why? Because an unoxygenated person is of no or little use to anyone, including themselves. True? True. The same thing applies to putting focus on you, to take care of you physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, financially, and all those other leaves before you can truly take care of others. Cause when that cup run dries, you got nothing, my friend. But what do we tend to do as women? We say yes to all the things and the endless demands and the requests for our time and energy and attention and resources. And we were multitasking and serving others as a badge of honor and willingly sacrifice ourselves as a martyr. But I want to challenge you when you're in that state, are you really any good to anyone for very long? Probably not. No one and nothing is going to get the best of you. And that my friend is selfish. One of the books I'm looking forward to doing as a book club inside the simplified focus membership community soon is the best. Yes. By Lisa Turkhurst. Join the community. So you can join that study. And did I mention the book club is free for members? It will change everything about how you look at saying no to others and what you say yes to including yourself. One of the things I teach in the focus made simple course inside the community is defining your purpose. And guess what? It's not tied to what you do. It's tied to who you are. And that is what flows out of you. So the way to do more in a good way is to be more. And that takes putting focus, attention, and intention on growing you. 
That means your first priority is to fill up. Then you can pour out in the way that God has called you to serve. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. Fill up first, so then you can pour out. But how many times have you been running on fumes or even on empty and say, when this is over, I'll, or after this, I'll have time for, or if only this would happen, then I'd have energy for. My friend, what I found and countless women have confirmed are two things. One, time is a vacuum and it always fills up with something. And two, that someday never comes because there's always something else that wants your attention. And when you feel like you can't afford the time, the money, or energy to focus on yourself, just know that when left unattended, it will demand your time, money, and energy, and it will always cost you more that way. That's a lot of wasted resources that could be focused on something else or someone else. If only you had invested a little bit in you up front. In short, you can't afford not to, my friend. That's why it's essential to go back to knowing your purpose and that your value is not in your doing because then you would need to do more to be more valuable. Your value is in your being, which means when you be more, you have more to give. In that simplified made focus, simplified made simple course, I walk you through a guide, guided journaling experience to know who you are, what your purpose is, what your vision is, and then what your actions are to align the doing with the being in that order. And as part of the simplified focus system, we teach you when to push pause to fuel up. I love this quote from Dallas Willard that my friend Teresa McCloy shared in her recent book, do what matters. Here's what Dallas said. If you don't come apart for a while, you will come apart after a while. (laughs) Did you hear that? Let me read it again. If you don't come apart for a while, you will come apart after a while. Are you purposely taking time to come apart for a while? Because if you don't prioritize the time to focus on me, i.e. you, eventually it will demand your attention and cost more that way. Rest, renewal, reflection. Those are three things God has been working on in my heart and life over the past year. Because I've learned the hard way that when you don't take time to push pause, It will eventually catch up with you and stop you in your tracks. And then you're no good to anyone. So a few months ago, actually, to be honest, it was a few years ago, I noticed that it felt like I had something stuck in my throat all the time, like every day. I figured I've been chewing and swallowing for nearly 50 years by this point, so I should have that part down. But I did start to slow down my eating just in case, but to no avail. I tried to drink more water, thinking that would wash whatever it was down, but that too had no effect. Eventually, it got to the point that I started to ignore it, and I nearly forgot that it was not normal. Until I made a commitment to my girls, you undoubtedly heard me talk about my annual girls weekend with my college friends, where we hold each other accountable to how we're living and caring for ourselves. Anyway, while my friend was suffering from shingles on the couch, stemming from a year of focusing on everyone else but herself, I was reminded I'd had thyroid cancer scare 15 years ago that I hadn't really followed up with since surgery. No worries, it ended up not being cancer, but I definitely should have followed up. So I started wondering, perhaps something was growing in that area that I needed to get checked out. I promised the girls I'd make an appointment. So after I got home, I went to one doctor who checked me out and couldn't find anything, but thought that it was odd. So she sent me to a specialist who first put me on medication for 30 days for acid reflux, which I insisted I didn't have. And of course had no effect. And then 
He did a scope to see what was in the way, which was nothing. Do you know what my official diagnosis was? Hystericus globus. Globus meaning ball or sensation of having a lump or something stuck in the throat. And hystericus in that it was not due to any underlying disease, but instead due to stress and anxiety. Hystericus as in crazy. He actually laughed when he said it, but he was completely serious. And I just sat there dumbfounded. Really? I explained to the specialist, I'm a life coach. I help others reduce stress and anxiety by creating a life they love that includes plenty of self-care. But was I taking my own advice? Was I really giving my body what it needed? Apparently not, since it was now telling me something was wrong by the lump in my throat that wasn't going anywhere. Maybe I did need to put more focus on me and my self-care. And so, for the past six months, I've been really intentional about how my life feels and how my body feels, and making rest, renewal, and reflection part of my regular rhythms and routines. Here's the thing. It's not a one-time thing, quick fix. It's a lifestyle. Because if you don't come apart for a while, you will come apart after a while. Literally. So what does that look like? I'll dive into this more as part of the Simplified Focus system in the months to come, but I wanted to give you some ideas so you don't put this off too long and regret it like I did. Yearly, get a week away. Quarterly, take a weekend away. Monthly, take a day away. Weekly, take a Sabbath away. Daily, take an hour away. Hourly, take five minutes away. Momently, take a breath away. I once heard that you should always do three things when you get away, whether it's for a moment, an hour, a day, a week, a month, and that is to move, to hydrate, and to change your perspective by looking into the distance. It makes sense since you've most likely been focusing on something right in front of you while not moving like a screen. And each day I've started to implement rhythms and routines that include a morning routine, journaling and praying, reading and listening to a podcast, a nap, a walk, unplugging in the evening and finishing with an evening routine. So has that spurred some ideas for you and stirred a longing in your heart for taking time to focus on you? I can tell you that when I take time to get come away and focus on me, I come back refreshed, refilled and ready to pour out and everyone around me benefits. That my friend is being selfless. It all starts with right thinking and beliefs about your value and time. And that leads to doing, and more importantly, knowing when to not be doing. So stay tuned for more content, courses, and coaching to help you order your thinking and living and focus on me, i.e. you, because you matter. But in the meantime, in light of episode 84, where we talked about simplifying your holidays, I want you to choose something you can do to focus on you in the next 12 weeks to keep yourself healthy inside and out and happy. And come join the Simplified Focus community for our accountability challenge to simplify this season. Inside, you're going to find daily inspiration, encouragement, and reminders, along with the content, courses, resources, and coaching to help you simplify your focus and start with me, i.e. you. So today, I hope you hear my heart. You don't have to do all the things. Believe that you were created by God for greatness and a purpose. Stop doing and start being. Simplify your focus to do less so you can live more. And friend, I can't wait to see you on the next episode of the Simplified Focus podcast and inside our community. And be watching for the new simplifiedfocus.me website coming soon. I'll let you know when it's ready and let that be a reminder that you 
have permission to focus on you first. Friend, thanks for tuning in to the Simplified Focus podcast. I trust this episode inspired and equipped you with practical ways to break free from distractions once and for all, so you can invest your time, resources, and energy in what matters most. Because a simplified focus allows you to breathe again, and better yet, to live out your God-given purpose and impact the lives of others. Don't forget to grab your simplified focus roadmap to clarify your one thing to focus on in this season of life. You can find the link in the show notes or grab it at listafiggins.com forward slash one. And may I ask a quick favor before you go? Posting, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast helps us share the message with more women like you that a simplified life is possible. So until next time, my friend, remember, simplify your focus to do less so you can live more.